Write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong advertiser which is super exciting this is rapture mask spelled w-r-a-p-t-u-r-e masks you can find them on instagram does your current fabric mask shield you from harmful microbes the way medical masks can it's probably just a couple of layers of fabric cut to fit your face Rapture masks give you the added protection of antimicrobial coating and an anti-moisture interior and is washable up to 50 times. I actually have these masks and they are insane. Like literally I wore it at the doctor's office and another mask on top of it because the doctor's office made you wear their mask. But like literally I was not sweaty at all inside my mask or anything like that. It's seriously super comfortable, super fitted to my face and awesome very lightweight. And if you DM them on Instagram and follow them, which is again, W-R-A-P-T-U-R-E, Rapture Masks, you will get 25% off your first purchase. And, you know, wear a mask, protect yourself, protect others. Let's get into it. Great job. Okay. (laughs) What's up, Kylie? Hey, Jen. How's it going? Kylie and I also have big things coming up on the horizon that we can't announce quite yet but we're working on it. Yes, it is coming together. Our consultant, Megan, my sister, is helping us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Megan, the 15-year-old, is our consultant. Yeah, Megan's the consultant. Stay tuned. I think it's going to be really good. Kind of a business venture. Can't announce it quite yet because, quite frankly, I don't want anybody stealing my <laughs> the idea. No, and also, things are not really tangible yet. Like, exactly. we're just getting the ball rolling. Literally, like, just getting started. Tori, our friend, I was kind of, like, talking to her about it, just, like, asking her if she could help me with a couple things, and she was like, um, so why are you starting this project, like, weeks before moving across the country? I'm like, you know, that's a really great question, um, because I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no time like the present, because we're not here tomorrow. So, yeah, stay tuned. Guys, how are our new mics? We got new mics. Test, test, one, two. Test, test. I'm not sure if our horrible sound quality is because of our shitty like headphone thingies that we use that I stole from my office or because of Zoom, but we're about to find out because we got some mics. They're kind of cool. I kind of like them. They're like bulky. Well, they feel very professional. You know? Yeah, they feel professional. I'm not using the stand because I move around too much. So I'm just going to hold it right by my face. Just don't like rub it into your shirt. So yeah. It's, like crinkly and you know. Also, kind of- I have my like deviated septum. <laughs> And breathing issues, which I get called out for sometimes on TikTok. So I hope that it sounds okay. Deviated symptom sounds likely. Sounds like you're just using that as an excuse to get a nose job. Re Charlie D'Amelio. You know what? Hot take. Right if there. you want to use a deviated septum to get a nose job, I fully support. It's a great way to get a nose job. <laughs> but I've got to say, I don't hate my nose. No, you've got a fucking adorable nose. Unless yeah, there's you some really stuff. Fixed your breathing right. fixed. I wouldn't get a nose job. It's a little crooked, like barely, but like tiny bit crooked. But I have like a sloped nose and then like an up angle at the tip. So like that's cute. But no, if if I got a fake nose job, a i.e. get my deviated septum fixed, I would not have them touch like the way my nose looks. This coming weekend, I'm going to see my sister, and my mom is visiting my sister in San Francisco. Yay! 
So I'm driving up to San Francisco. I've done the drive a couple times. It's only like six to seven hours, depending on the traffic. So. Okay. That's a good amount of time though. I haven't seen my mom since I've moved. So it's been... Oh, wow. Four months, yeah. Do you guys have anything, like, fun planned? So my sister's done all the planning. Shout out to Emma. Um, hey, Emma. Emma's reserved, got us reservations at really nice restaurants and doing a little hike in, like, the Redwood Forest. I'm so, jealous. Well. Yeah, well. We're out here soon. A little I know. I'm visit. so excited. My Amazon package with some Halloween costume stuff just came. Should we talk about like potential Halloween costumes or do you want to keep that as? Yeah, I'll talk about it. So I'm seeing Kylie in LA and Kylie's cousin slash my friend Grace is also coming and maybe Allie and also Tori who just moved to Denver. I am going to dress as Sharon Tate from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, the blown out hair and then white go-go boots, white skirt black turtleneck so simple and i'm excited because like the movie is set in hollywood and i'll be in la so it's kind of like extra fun i'm gonna bring all my really extra clothes that like i don't really get to wear normally here because i feel like you can wear whatever you want in la and not be weird and even if it is weird it's not weird compared to a lot of other stuff there so oh my god literally i feel like places like la and new york you can wear kind of whatever new york i feel like is even a little bit more stringent like people wear, are a little bit more fashion conscious True. a little bit more like darker colors because it does get cold there and like they're a little bit like colder as people too so have you seen the show emily in paris I haven't, but I need to watch it. Okay, so this isn't a spoiler, but the character that Lily Collins plays, her name is Emily Cooper, whatever, she's supposed to be from Chicago. And I have a few qualms about this character. Number one, how many pairs of Louboutins she has, which is, I don't even know, upwards of 10? She has like a different pair of Louboutins. Are you kidding? I'm not even kidding. And do you know how old she's supposed to be? She's supposed to be 22 and working at a marketing firm. You're kidding. Literally, what the hell? Here was what connected me to Emily in Paris was when you're talking about all these like outrageous outfits you feel like you don't get to wear at home in Chicago. Yeah. Lily Collins' character is always wearing the most outrageous, crazy, very fun outfits. Like, I feel like you would kind of like them. Literally, the opposite of what basic girls in Chicago wear. Like, she like looks like fashion. she's from LA. Like she looks like she's from LA. Like obviously the costume designer is like going to dress her really well and stuff. But if she was like really a Chicago girl, she'd be wearing mom jeans, black boots, black leather jacket, black shirt. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the really? We're like behind in Chicago, I swear. I feel like Chicago is like we're a little more like 10 years ago. Like sometimes I wear stuff and people are like, that's kind of weird. Or like, oh, I could never pull that off. You should just wear whatever works for you. Like, agreed. If you want to wear like mom jeans and black boots and a black shirt, by all means. Which I still definitely do that all the time. No, I'm excited. I have these pink sparkly heels, like strappy <laughs> heels, Kylie. They're so cute. I bought them not knowing where I was going to wear them. And then when I went to Scottsdale, I was like, why didn't I bring these? Because like they were so Scottsdale. But now I can wear them to LA. And then I have these like pink shiny pants that I can bring. I have like so much cute stuff. I'm so excited. You guys, I had a long talk with a friend and Ooh. kind of, <laughs> it wasn't spicy. <laughs> oh. 
you're just like, ooh. I'm excited to see where this is going. I don't know what this is. I already told you about this, which is basically like I had a talk with a friend. I had a feeling of a little better about you moving to Denver and not LA because I think we're going to see each other even more or like just as much as we would if we were in the same city because Mm -hmm. If you live in the same city as some people, you there's that feeling that you can always see these people. Yep. But instead of like if they live in a different city, you have to make designated trips out to see them. So then so you end up spending a lot more quality time together. So true. And we'll still be pretty close. Like we'll be out west. And I have a good feeling that I'm going to want to visit LA all the time. And I definitely think you're going to want to visit Colorado all the time. You go to Vail anyways with your family. And this year we're going to be ski. You've got an epic pass. Yeah. I have an epic pass. Everybody's epic passing. It's going to be great. Can't wait. I, (laughs) with my move coming up, it's, um, it's just like ironic. My friend from high school is like also moving apparently like my friend that I'm not friends with whatsoever anymore. And so I decided I was moving to Denver officially, pretty much like official, official, i.e. like signed a lease that morning. And then I found out that like she was also moving that night. So that's kind of interesting. We'll see how it goes. I know who you're talking about. And <laughs> it it's a little like anxiety inducing for sure. Um, For multiple reasons. Like I literally, Kylie, I'm not even kidding. I was like trying to figure out how to put my emails of like getting accepted to an apartment a week before I found out my friend from high school is moving into like TikTok content. I'm like, how how can I prove that like this is not, you know what I mean? It's like so weird. I'm not, I'm not friends with this person anymore. So like that's the dealio and moving to a new city is already kind of scary. And like, we're also both going to have to like make friends and probably like might run into each other at some point. It's it's just shocking. I had no clue that this girl was planning on moving anytime soon. It was that Saturday that I like finalized it in the morning and then by Sunday like so many people texted me being like, "Yo." <laughs> I I understand why it's giving you anxiety. Also like like we've talked about before, I don't really have like problems with too many people. The list has gotten bigger over the last year, i.e. there's, like, two people on the list. So, here's the thing. In life, specifically women and younger women tend to try to be nice to a lot of people and spend time with people that they don't necessarily, like, don't energize them or don't don't bring them good feelings or anything like that. And I think that we just – Sometimes you just need to cut people off if they are really not. And I'm not saying that friends need to benefit you, but if you are constantly leaving every interaction with a certain friend, feeling negative, feeling just worse than when you went in, why would you continue to spend time with these people other than solely for the sake of being nice? Life is too short. Life is too short to just be nice. Kaylee and I call it nice girl syndrome. Nice girl syndrome is something that Kaylee and I both have. And it's pretty much that people like look at us and think we're really, really nice, but that's like the worst thing you can have. Pretty much like when you are a people pleaser and like your whole life you've been a people pleaser and like in grade school, you were nice to everybody and you always included everybody as you should. And like in high school, you're nice to everybody, included everybody, like never cause any issues to a certain extent, like that's a good thing, whatever. But then it kind of like, once you get to be an adult, you kind of have to start like sticking up for yourself and like asserting yourself and like saying no to certain 
plans or even like things at work, you have to like kind of stick up for yourself. Something that's really hard for me to do is saying like, sorry, I don't have time to do that. Or like, that's not like, I don't have the bandwidth to handle that right now, whatever. Because if you take on too much, your quality of work goes down and your quality of life goes down and just all of those different things. And so a lot of times when you have nice girl syndrome, which is what Kaylee and I talk about, it's like people kind of throw things at you. It's like, oh, Jennifer can design these t-shirts for this event, order them and hand them out to everybody personally and do this, this, this. Cause like, she's so nice and she'll do that. That's just like an example that actually didn't happen to me, but it happened to my friend. And she was like, why do they think I can handle these t-shirts? I'm like, because they think you're nice. and like, you're not going to say no. So anyways, so my list of people who I have issues with has grown a little bit within the last year, two people. <laughs> so from zero to two. So it zero, is zero to two. <laughs> Exponentially. Um, it is increased. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, Kylie. I'm not mad about it. Again, I'm not mad about it. Mad. If there's good reason that you're not spending time, there's with good people. reason. Long story short, I'm a little anxious now, but I'm not that anxious. It'll okay, Denver is a big city. You literally, you will you see this person potentially, but you will make friends and you'll be hanging out with like a different circle of people. So I think so. You have to, you have to manifest it. No, like I know so. It's just like it's just weird. Yeah. No, it's definitely a weird it's coincidence. Weird. Sometimes it's the universe weird. is. The universe is so fucking annoying, especially like the same day. The same day. I know this person posted on social media like the same day. The same day. Like Like that night. And yeah, I posted in the morning and people were kind of like holding it from me because I had plans with my friends that night. And then by Sunday, I had some messages. Dude, that's wild. 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 So you just never know. But it'll be fine. I have friends there. It's just when you're already like kind of nervous about making friends or being in a new territory or like establishing yourself. And then you have someone like from high school, one of your old friends also that's going to be there. It's just kind of weird, but it's okay. You'll still be able to have your new start. You'll still be. Yeah, able I know. To that's the other out. thing. It's like I kind of wanted to move to like have a new start almost. And it's or just like not a new start, but like a different, ch- yeah, a different like chapter of my life. And like, now that is also not being left behind fully and i'm like what the fuck but it's okay but we can all relate it's like if you have an ex-friend that you don't want to run into and they're at the same party or something like you just gotta deal with it yeah i was gonna say that most people do not move get to move and like to a new city and have a brand new start away from very toxic people like most people will have to kind of deal with it find ways to deal with it so yeah I understand it's unfortunate, but yeah, but it's okay. It'll be good. Be okay. I'm excited. So I'm also living in a one bedroom, which is so exciting because I'll be able to host a bunch of guests without like having to bug my roommate and be like, Hey, can I have people over? Can I have friends stay with me? So yeah, like, I'm really excited about that. Traditionally have the worst roommates that are so difficult to live with. Yeah. My old roommate. Oh, oh speaking of toxic. Oh, <laughs> what a nightmare. My what God. A nightmare. No, Kylie was so nice. She put up with so much. Dude, <laughs> literally, I was like a tornado. No, like an actual tornado. If you have a good roommate, you will be fine. Kristen, my current roommate, she's so fucking chill. Like that's so good. That Wait, we're having like so five. I, like oh, five people could potentially be coming for Halloween, and she and she's like, okay, sounds good. I have an air mattress. Wait, that's so sweet. That's so good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, would I have lived alone if like I didn't live with her? Because I had known who she was and like vetted. We are friends. Like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have risked it with a random roommate, but. I also, um, 
just because like I do my art and stuff I was like I need a one bedroom because I just have so much smelly shit everywhere oh painting what is what is like the average one bedroom in Denver like what does that cost rent I have a pretty affordable one and it's around like 1400 I mean that's like less than I'm paying for a two-bedroom yeah it's like a more affordable option I would say 1400 to like 1700 yeah that's super affordable relative to like relative to like big city rents and one bedrooms especially also all of the buildings in denver are really nice like they all have gyms inside they all have like rooftops pools all of that kind of stuff so like they're really nice buildings oh another update kylie this is so important i forgot i do have a roommate what am i talking about wait what yeah i have a roommate what the fuck you were literally (laughs) just going off about having a one bedroom who the fuck is your roommate i have a roommate i have a new turtle oh I'm so excited about the turtle. I was in a turtle war with a 10-year-old. What do you mean the turtle war? (laughs) Um, Okay, first of all, I'm like really passionate about turtles. I freaking love turtles. I think they're the coolest animals ever. They're literally from like the dinosaur era. Are you kidding me? They have stood the test of time. Turtles are so cute. They are so like gentle and precious and they have their cute little shell and I love sea turtles. I love land turtles. I just love turtles. Also, Kylie knows I just like love Russian things. Like I want to adopt a Russian baby and this turtle is Russian. It's a Russian tortoise. I'm pumped. But the (laughs) the way that this came about is so my neighbor came over. This is the mom and she was like, I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. I was like, why? It was nighttime and my neighbor was like, I lost the turtle in the backyard. I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I let the turtle out to go like go play in the backyard and I forgot that it was outside and I left it out there for like two hours and now I can't find it. And I was pissed because Kylie knows I'm very into like animal. Also, animal don't lose food. your turtle. Don't lose your turtle. Don't lose your turtle. And it was cold that day too. And it was nighttime. And so I like trudged over there with like my flashlights and was like looking for the turtle, whatever. And then actually she found the turtle. I didn't find the turtle. It was underneath the pile of leaves, but I was like hunting for this turtle in the backyard for like so long. So we found the turtle and we took the turtle inside and I fell in love with the turtle. I was like, let me hold this turtle. It's a big turtle. It's not like one of those like turtle things you see at the pond it's a big turtle like it's thick and it has a thick shell it's big (laughs) i was like oh my god it's a big boy so i was like oh my god like is the turtle nice and she's like yeah the turtle's nice so i started picking up the turtle and she's like you're picking up the turtle like i'm terrified of the turtle i can't believe you're picking it up i was like what are you talking about and so i was picking it up i was petting its head and she was like i'm so scared to pet its head like what are you doing I was like, are you kidding me? This is like the nicest turtle ever. Me and the turtle are vibing. The turtle's like just like walking so slowly on the ground. It's so big. It's a tortoise with like a huge shell. And I was about to cry. I liked the turtle so much. And she was like, Shane, Shane is my neighbor who's 10, who is the mom of the turtle. She was like, Shane doesn't even like the turtle. Like she, she thinks it's kind of creepy and like she doesn't really like it. And I was like, I can't believe she doesn't like the turtle. Literally like, excuse me, what? And so I was like, oh, okay, then can I have the turtle? And she's like, I have to talk to Shane about it. So then Shane came home and I was like, Shane, I heard you don't really like this turtle very much. And Shane was like, eh, it's okay. So then I was plotting. I was like, I am going to monitor when they put the turtle outside and kidnap it. Oh my God. And then I was like, or maybe I'll hire Fredo. Fredo is our family friend that like is kind of funny. I was like, maybe I'll hire Fredo to kidnap the turtle. So then I started making a campaign for myself 
as to why I should take the turtle to Denver with me. And they weren't really into it. Of course, like a 10-year-old doesn't want the turtle. And then the second I say I want the turtle, now she all of a sudden wants the turtle. Obviously, this is the logic of children. Yeah. So I just kept bugging them. I went over there like four days in a row to go play with the turtle and like bug them. And they texted me saying that Shane wanted to talk to me and she thinks that she can give me the turtle. And I was like, perfect. So I'm taking the turtle. So Jen is a turtle mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm we're turtle. taking name submissions. Yes. We're taking name submissions. I really like the name Charles, which we talked about. Charles or Charlie, since we are Charlie. unsure on the tur- turtles. Yeah. Name. We think it's a boy, but I need to go like get that checked out for sure. Not quite sure. But yeah, Charles would be cute. And then Charlie is a nickname because it's like gender neutral. Jake. Charlie DeTurtleo. Charlie DeTurtleo. So works. yeah, I'm a turtle mom. Congratulations to me. Also, this turtle is like a thousand dollars. This is this is an expensive. Who pays a thousand dollars for a turtle? This is an expensive type of turtle. It's a Russian desert turtle, and it's a big boy. It's gonna grow to be like a foot long. <laughs> That's a fucking huge turtle. Yeah, it's a tortoise. <laughs> Jennifer, this this tortoise will literally you will have it for the rest of your life. It will. Oh, it's gonna die. live to be a hundred. A hundred. So yeah. it's gonna have to have two mummies. Yeah, you're going to have to pass it on. Yeah. I'm excited. Everybody follow me on Instagram so you can get updates of my turtle on my stories. Wait, also, I just want to say something really quickly. I am loving following this Call Her Daddy drama just specifically because I love comparing their process to our podcast because when they say they come in with like notes and scripts and like Kylie and I text each other 20 minutes before we record and we're like, what do you want to talk about? Okay, There's but maybe no that's why that's not I still, we're not I still have no clue. Uh yeah, so none of this is scripted. Like maybe once in a while I will have one note to like okay, remember okay. to talk about something. I have notes. I'll come in with like some outline. Okay, so Kylie on, is like, more prepared. Yeah, I come in with some preparation. Um but it's not like a script. And also no one is writing this for me. Also, it is done within five minutes before. Right. I take little <laughs> mental notes throughout the day of what I want to talk about, but that's it. But also, like, they do it for, like, 100% their full-time job, and we just do right. it on the side. We're you know what I will say, too? Side. Editing does take a while. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. A long time. It takes a long time. I don't know if you were paying attention this last week, but Sophia, like, her release was delayed 12 hours. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it could take 12 hours to edit the whole podcast. Like, she yeah. could have edited a whole nother podcast within yep. that amount of time. Yeah. I mean, if you were really grinding, maybe you could have edited a podcast and a half. Especially for her length of podcasts, like, it, it should probably take about four hours max. Our podcast, depending on, like, how much we're trying to cut down, it can take anywhere from, like, four to eight hours to edit. Yeah. It's not that and bad. And that's, like, pretty thorough, I think. Well, we do, like, we do a lot of edits. Like, a lot I, of edits. I did, I did the editing the way, like, you did for our last mm-hmm. episode, so... You guys give a listen to our last episode. I did yeah, it was really good. That. I got some TikTok yeah. comments talking about how good our last episode was. People were just mad about the sound quality, and I was like, have no fear. Oh, yeah. We're working on it. We are. But sure. they were like, the content is great. Obviously, we're awesome. Duh. And Kylie <laughs> and I actually like each other, so I think that that probably should, like comes through. And there's not millions of people listening. There's definitely like a million people listening. <laughs> yeah, but not like millions. But not like plural. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get into our topic today. Yeah, let's get into our topic. So bad at this. We just I'm an absolute this. expert on this topic. Everybody listen closely. 
the topic is dating in the pandemic. Damn. Um, Jennifer, so what is what is your dating life consisted of since the pandemic? Um, my dating life pretty much is me talking to my exes at all times. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, she's not kidding. She's not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. So, Kylie, I'm flip it over to you. No, but you know what? I think this is like something that a lot of people want to fall back into talking to exes because yeah. I feel like during stressful times, like a pandemic is very stressful. A lot of people are so losing true. their jobs or having issues with those kind of things. People want you know what? Hurt, they want what they know and they'll fall back into talking to their exes. That's this is actually a good point. Talent. Regardless of whether I'm going to admit to doing that or not, I have seen a lot of people getting back together with their exes. You don't have to admit to it. We know you're doing that. <laughs> during, during this pandemic no i've seen it happen and you know i think sometimes it can work most of the times it's not going to work depending on how the relationship ended and such also since everybody's like in their hometowns or at least were in their hometowns for a while it's super easy to like fall back into the trap of like texting your ex or like hanging out with your ex and stuff and like you said they provide some type of like comfort especially during this weird time and they can provide a sense of like the past kind of you know it- And I think that like a main thing to consider is like understanding that they are reaching out to you because they're also looking for that comfort from the past. Yeah. But you need to think about why you guys broke up. And if that is still an issue, like there is, then why would you get back together if that issue hasn't been resolved? Yes. That is something I think about all the time. Like, like you have to be realistic with yourself like why did you break up what happened especially if you see your ex or something like thriving or doing well it's easy to be like oh they're so great i made a mistake whatever but you have to like really remember why you broke up and unless those reasons are fixable for example you broke or up already or, fixed or already fixed so let's say you broke up for logistical reasons such as distance okay now you're living in the same city again. Literally nothing else was wrong. Okay, fine. Or let's say your ex was a piece of shit fuckboy and easily influenced by his friends and lies to your face all the time. Probably don't talk to him all the time. Like, totally. I, how are we supposed to know that that's done? Although what I will say is I do think that some people can use this time to like reflect and maybe mature a little bit more than they would have like I have seen some people make some like more mature moves in their life but at the same time something else I like to think about and I'm thinking of somebody else Kylie not not who you're thinking about at this moment it's like dude if the bars were open and your lifestyle were resuming as normal would you be living this life that you are now and the reality of the situation is like no, we're not going to be in lockdown and whatnot forever, but we will go back to normal life at some point. If you're kind of using somebody to fill the time or if that person is just kind of like putting on a persona for during this time, it's probably not the best move either. You have to think about like when you're meeting someone, like let's say you're dating a new person now, for example, what are they like outside of just hanging out just you two yeah like what are they like outside quarantine so what if this person is like totally an alcoholic basically and they just like love to get wasted all the time like are you and you're not like are you are you guys really compatible or what if they end up going out with their friends and you know like sometimes people when they're out with their friends they act differently than if it's just you so true what if you don't like that person it's funny because i've been asking some guys for like insight specifically for my tiktoks but this feeds really well into our topic 
So I have a couple fuck boyfriends. And by that, I mean, there's probably a group of five. <laughs> and you know what's funny, Kylie? They all really want girlfriends right now. Are they going to want girlfriends when the pandemic is over? Don't think so. Actually, ideally, what they want is a girl right now to pretty much act as their girlfriend. And that's what like three of them are doing right now. They want a girl to like act as their girlfriend pretty much, go on dates with them like once a week and hang out and stuff. But like they, they're like, I don't like her enough to like want her to be my girlfriend. And regardless what they said, they're like, I, I'm not ready for a real girlfriend anytime soon or even probably within the next couple of years. That's how fuckboy these guys are. But they want someone that they can chill with, they can spend time with, and they can do yep. other things with because yep. they don't have access to going out to bars and being that yep. fuckboy. And a lot of the fuckboy friends are spending a ridiculous amount of money on the girls they're dating. They're dating like one to three at a time, I would say. Like a ridiculous amount. And I'm like, literally, why are you spending all this money taking this girl to, on dates if like you don't like her that much? And they're like, literally, they're just bored and there's nothing else to do. It's not like you can go to the clubs. It's not like you can go to the bars. They pretty much take them out to dinner or something and then invite them over after. And yeah, that's just kind of like the cycle. It's yeah. crazy. So beware. Beware. And I think that this also comes up to another point, which is you need to be having honest communications with your partner or who you're seeing as far as if you guys are seeing other people yes. and things like that, because it's not just an STD thing, which, True. but you also need to be talking to people if they're seeing other people and if you're exclusive, because what if they start, they're still seeing other people and then they get COVID and then they get you COVID. Um, so drama COVID. Again, this is an important thing, but I will say that something kind of weird dating with the pandemic is it definitely feels like things are accelerating a lot faster. Like relationships move a uh, lot yeah. faster. I have, Kylie, listen to this. So within our personal friends, we have, how many people are engaged? Well, two, two really good friends, friends who are engaged. We have two of our best friends who are engaged. And then there's another girl from our sorority who's engaged. And then there's another girl from our sorority who's a year younger who's engaged. And then this is crazy. There's this other unit in my ex-boyfriend's apartment complex. They're all guys who are in a grade that went to U of I. And four out of the six guys in that apartment are engaged as of the last few months. Especially like our two best, but like really good friends that got engaged. Like it's been like coming. Like this is not a shock to anybody. And like they would have a hundred percent gotten engaged pandemic or not. But I definitely think the pandemic just like it makes time go by quicker. And it also is kind of like a good test to your relationship, I guess, because like it fucking sucks right now. So I think like, there are going to be a lot of breakups as well, too. Oh, yeah. Going into breakups, if you are feeling like you don't want to be spending time with all your partner and a lot of people feel trapped, like they have to live with their partner, maybe this is a very sticky situation. However, if you're really feeling like this is putting too much pressure and stress on your relationship, it's probably for the best that True. you have figured it out now because life will be stressful. There may not life be another pandemic stressful. like this, but there are going to be a lot of stressful things that happen in life. As we all know, the divorce rate is so high right now. Yeah. Some of it's us have high. personal people getting divorced. <laughs> so it's just like, I feel like it's escalating everything. Yes, and it's accelerating relationships, and it's also exposing a lot of weaknesses in relationships, which yep. all of which are not bad things in themselves, but you just have to be aware of how it's affecting you and how you, then it's affecting your relationships. 
this kind of brings me to what could be our final point as far as dating on the pandemic, but you really need to think about how the pandemic and how life stresses are affecting you and about how like that is in turn affecting your partner. And if everybody's conscious of what's going on and then you guys can clearly communicate kind of how you're feeling, like, I'm so sorry that I snapped, like, it's not you, it's XYZ at work. Yeah. That is only going to strengthen your relationship and prevent you from being one of the people that is a coronavirus breakup victim. Agreed. That was like a little bit cynical seeming, but it's not all cynical. It can also really strengthen your relationship if you get through the pandemic. Hashtag together. <laughs> Hashtag together. Hashtag yes. together. So we have some great questions this week. Yeah, I'm so excited. So one question we got this week is favorite sad songs. Oh. First of all, my heart goes out to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and second of all, let me tell you what my favorite sad song is. Okay. So one of my favorite artists is Gregory Allen Isakov, spelled Gregory, and then middle name Allen. Isakov is spelled I-S-A-K-O-V. And it's just great indie, sad music, sad mm-hmm. vibes, jams. I went to his concert before <laughs> the pandemic, and it was it was so great. And I've got to say other sads. Sometimes you're a little bit more sad because of a relationship taylor swift's got some great sad songs got some sad bangers True. and also you should be sad by halsey it's not like a sad oh, song, no, that's one but it's like fuck you it's like a fuck sad. you song totally those are really good answers i have the script has like the saddest album ever do you know which one i'm talking about yes when heart breaks, no, i don't break even. yeah break even is on that that's album. so sad and then like the man who can't be moved those are so sad but i have a better answer i have a playlist on spotify called boys are idiots and men are trash frowny face Ooh, that's a good one it's a good one it's pretty much just like it's exactly what it sounds like boys are idiots and men are trash frowny face is like the sad songs but also like there's some bangers on there like make you feel good about yourself a little bit but a lot of sad ones for the most part then there's a smiley face version and that is all like bangers feminist like pump up fuck you songs so, so go follow it jennifer reardon on spotify and then boys are idiots and men are trash really good really good playlist highly recommend love it i have and then i have my playlist if you're a little bit more into like indie sad music like gregory ellen isakov i have like sufjan stevens on here elliot smith those types of vibes my playlist Lovely. is called blah b-l-a-h <laughs> blah and i've been Perfect. building it since high school so it's oh that's great whoa yeah. that's actually cool it's a long playlist. It's like 22 hours long. Another question we got was, what do you say when you're asked to say your name and an interesting fact about yourself? I hate oh, ice no. I hate ice Oh, I know what yours is going to be, though. I know what yours is going to be. Yeah, mine's easy. <laughs> you want to say it? <laughs> Kylie's is, her name is Kylie Vickery, and she has been to all seven continents. Boom, bitch. Boom. That is I know why Kylie's my parents paid tens of thousands of dollars for us <laughs> to travel and have family experiences. You know what, though? So I could avoid Yeah, that's, ex- that's the only reason. That is, like, unforgettable, though. It really is. I love traveling. You love traveling. so Absolutely. If you love traveling and you want to prioritize that and spend a bunch of money on it, it's so worth it. Like, oh, my God. So worth it. And so also, it. quick plug, Antarctica. You might be like, why the fuck would I want to go there? Oh, I want to go there. 
it's literally like the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And Wait, did you know Kaylee and I are like saving up to go there? You guys 100% should. It is like, it feels like you're on another planet. It's so, so beautiful crazy. and it's so untouched by humans. It's crazy. The coolest um, thing about Antarctica, and I'm, I, sh- I should let you talk, not me, but I think <laughs> the coolest thing about it is like nobody owns it. Like it's not like, there's no like, I mean, there obviously there's like little like human rights laws and all that type of shit, but like there's not like laws and like a government necessarily. Nah, it's actually, it's there, there actually is a government. Um, It's run by penguins. <laughs> And right. they have organized and become self-aware. So that's what I need to. That's I need to move there. <laughs> Next stop, Antarctica. Yeah, uh, literally amazing. Like if I could go one place on Earth, that's it. In New Zealand, which my trip got canceled because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. But like you definitely should. I've never been yeah. to New Zealand, but definitely on the list. Yes, you we should. can go there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Kaylee and I are gonna go there, so you can come with. Sounds good. We can all f- actually. That's really great because three is better than two because then we can like switch off. Um, being photographers and such love it okay my fun fact oh this is so hard mine's not that easy but like i can do backflips that's a good that's kind of cool like standing no hand backflips so i think the advice here is just have a resident fun fact and just that yeah just have something like be that cool no it doesn't have to be cool but like literally just in the back of your head so that when you do those painful icebreakers Mm -hmm. you just have that and then yeah. final question we got this week. Favorite restaurants or places in LA specifically? Ooh. Jennifer, do you have anything that you cuz you've been to LA a bunch of times? Yeah, but you go first. Mine are basic. Um so I tried to think of like non-basic answers because I do cool. know like people are going to be like, "Oh, like no boo." Yeah, I'll say the basic ones. <laughs> so I have a couple pretty basic one is like Elefante. This is in Santa Monica. They've got a great rooftop. Celebrities come here sometimes. Love it. Um, but they've got really good food. It is a little bit pricey, but it's like just such great um, vibes. And you're definitely going to have to make a reservation beforehand. Another place, if you're on the west side, so this is like Santa Monica, Venice, um, Marina del Rey kind of area, is Wabi on Rose. And this is on Rose Avenue in Venice. And Fun. it's like a super cute but and expensive but very, very good sushi place. And actually, Ooh. the way we heard about this is a lot of the people who work at Elefante also work at Wabi on Rose. So, like, that's how we heard about this place, and it's actually really good. Sweet. Kind of going east towards more of the Hollywood area, we have EP and LP, which is like... Oh, I've been there. They've got a great rooftop area. Yeah, the rooftop is sick. I went there once when they were having, like, a movie night on the rooftop or something. Yeah, so they have a space that does really cool pop-ups, which is kind of like my other advice is looking for keeping your ear to the ground for cool pop-ups that are going on. And mm-hmm. it's kind of just like Americana food, but it's it was it's really good food. Other places I have is La Antica. It's L apostrophe A-N-T-I-C-A. This is Italian food. And I actually, this is so funny. I saw a TikTok about this place. Someone TikTok reviewed it. And it's got the cutest backyard ever. And it's got such cute string lights, such great vibes. But the food is to die for. It's not a super high price point, but it's Italian food. It's love Italian food. So good. Finally, also East Hollywood area is love to eat. It's spelled L-U-V, the number two, eat. And this is Thai food. Not the most expensive, but just like, such quality food and you can order them on postmates you can order lantica on postmates you can order elefante 
and Wabi on Rose for delivery as well. Wow, that was such a good list, Kylie. Thank you. I did some prep. You had notes ready to go. <laughs> um, I don't have too much to add to that other than uh, just a couple things. Donuts and acai bowls. I'm pretty sure you can just find like cheap options for any of these things and they're going to be way better than all of the like normal ones that you'd get anywhere else. Which is so funny you say that, but like literally there are so many donut places. I so talk- many donut places. So many donut places. Yeah. I recommend, th- recommend this place called Phonut. It's spelled like Perfect. F-O-N-U-T and it's gluten-free. They have a bunch of Ooh. vegan options. It's made with like almond flour and stuff. Yeah. So good, and it's so dense. It's like a cakey yeah. donut. Love it. I don't even like donuts, and I I end up getting donuts like in LA because like they're just so freaking good. Why why donuts? Why LA? I don't know why donuts. I don't know what's the last thing. Oh, the acai bowls. So in Chicago, we are not blessed with very many acai bowl options. So when I go to LA, I stock up on getting really good acai bowls, and again, they're just everywhere. So just get them from everywhere. And avocado toast is better here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it. That's good. Up. I think that's it. Rate us. Rate us. Subscribe Apple Podcasts. Is- follow us on follow Spotify. Us on Spotify. And follow us on uh, SoundCloud. Oh, follow us on Oh, and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should stop talking over you and making this a lot harder. Also, I just want to say that um, we really earned your follow this week because I am literally not watching the bachelorette at this very moment to record and so is kylie and this is like all i care about in life so well i'm sorry for you but the west coast bachelorette premieres in like an hour so okay well (laughs) it's really not that big of a sacrifice because i'm about to go watch it right now without commercials (laughs) no we love you guys thank you so much for listening thank you yeah we will talk to you next week I hope I was wrong. I hope I was wrong. Write down everything I feel like. Well, I don't really.